0: front an ass filled every seat while other patrons crowded in keeping the trio of bartenders busy a generous space artistically lit by silver pendants twisted into floral shapes provided room for high tops low tops booths and the waitstaff dressed in sharply severe black moving among them just under the drone of sound generated by voices, clinking glassware, and the click of shoes on the polished floor, the music system lilted with some throaty voiced woman singing in French. It all struck Eve as entirely too. everything. Her instinctive scan of the room paused on a blonde. Striking features, a lush tumble of hair, A curvy body packed into a bright skin suit with high heeled boots as green as her eyes. It only took a beat for her to recognize the gossip reporter, or as Lorinda Mars termed herself, the social information reporter. The last thing Eve wanted, other than some weird French drink, was to find herself an on air item on Channel 75. At the moment, Mars appeared much too focused on her table companion to notice Eve's entrance. Mid-thirties, mixed race, slickly polished looks, wavy brown hair and blue eyes that looked as annoyed as she herself felt. Business suit, not off the rack, high-end wrist unit. His face didn't ring for her, but as long as he kept Lorinda Mars's attention on him, Eve figured she owed him one. The hostess, bold red hair swept into a sleek, headache-inducing twist, approached with a practiced smile. Good evening. Do you have a reservation? I don't know. I'm here to meet somebody. Maybe she got hung up. Please, God. Might she have made a reservation? I don't know. De Winter. Oh, yes, Dr. De Winter. She's here. I think she went down to freshen up. Let me show you to her table. Fine. At least they headed to the opposite end of the bar from Mars. Would you like to check your coat? No, I've got it. Eve slid into the booth, onto the checked seat. A wall, head high when she sat and topped with more flower pots, separated the booth from another section of tables. The cop in her would have preferred a seat, giving her a full visual radius of everything, everybody. But she only had to handle it for 30 minutes. A single glass of something pink and frothy stood on the other side of the table. Seska will be taking care of you this evening, the hostess announced. She'll be right with you. Yeah, thanks. 30 minutes, Eve promised herself, as she unwound her scarf, knitted by her partner's artistic hands, stuffed it in her coat pocket. Accepting her fate, she shrugged out of her coat as the waitress, her hair a short, blunt swing of purple, stepped to the booth. Good evening. I'm Seska, and I'll be your server. What can I get for you? Eve considered ordering a cheap American beer just to be contrary. Wine. Red's fine. A glass, a half bottle, or a bottle? Just a glass. Seska tapped a remote on her belt. The screen on the separating wall of the booth came on and displayed a list, a long list, of red wines by the glass. Would you like some time to decide? No. Eve knew a little about wines. A woman couldn't live with Rourke and not absorb some basic knowledge. She tapped a cabernet she knew she'd had at home and knew came from one of Rourke's vineyards. Oh, that's a lovely wine. I'll have it brought right out to you. Would you care for any appetizers, hors d'oeuvres, accompaniments? No, no thanks. The young waitress never lost her smile. If you change your mind, we have a lovely selection. You can order from the screen. I'll get your wine. Even as she stepped away, Eve saw De Winter walk through a doorway at the far end of the bar. De Winter wore a body-skimming...